baby Jesus, let this be all right. All the other baby Jesuses. Well, we're live now, supposedly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> I swear to God, we are. I don't, you know. <laughs> you, you know when yeah, they give yeah. those primates uh, some paint and a paintbrush and a canvas, <laughs> and then and then somehow they paint a pretty picture. I feel like that's that's us. That's us. We are the we're like flinging shit in a <laughs> fucking cage and making <laughs> art out of it. Um, Just banging on the bars. And uh, if you're here now, I swear to God, we're actually really here. <laughs> it, it is. We're we're staying on, so you can't say hello. Um, and Streamyard, if you see this, you know why you kick us off like that. Oh, <laughs> how are and you doing, so, brother? I am doing well, man. The uh, visit to the hospital last week was really cool. Um, it was nice. It was nice. They took, you know, went underneath. Uh, you guys have seen a couple of things that I've put up. Um, some sneak peeks. Yes. Go to uh, Rick Intuitive. And if you go to Rick Intuitive, you'll see that um, we've got little clips up there on Instagram and stuff. So go check it out. Also, the spiritualdust.printify.me site, it's still there. But now you can go to rickywood.net and just shop there. Go directly there. You can shop the spiritual dust stuff. And thank you to all of you who have been sending me pictures of you and the gear. Um, a friend of mine, Marcy, came by because you got a shirt for us. And yeah, she went and put it on. Goes, take a picture. I was like, cool. Um, uh, I'd like to thank um, Lindsay Walsh, who was helping us with our TikTok stuff. Um, her and Katie and Olivia and Molly. Olivia and Molly are out in Arizona. And when I'm out there to work with people, we'll go visit them. Um, they model stuff out there. So we got stuff all over the place. So you can get the clearing spray on the on rickywood.net. So beautiful. They don't have to bounce around. They can go right there, one-stop shop, right? One-stop shopping. You can get all your Fourth of July shopping needs. No, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> hey, well, you know, if they wanted to send you a birthday gift, they could just go online and purchase something today. Right? That is correct. It's funny, a, a friend of mine just texted me, what is your site again? And it's weird because Don Hoffman, who we are internally indebted to, helped us put all of this together at the last minute. If you are if you are seeing us online, please say hello. Um, we don't know if you're on here or not. Um, I mean... No, we're, we're live. Okay. We're, we're doing, right, I see a little red dot. I mean, we're live. So uh, next week, are we doing the hospital show? Will we have it ready to actually present it? I don't know, Sean. Will we? I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, it depends on whether the Joey Higgins did a lot of shooting with that. And so I guess we're going to have to go through all the edits and stuff. That might take about a week. Okay. And uh, there is nobody on here. And I'm going to check it. Check on your phone. Oh, you don't. You're not on social media much. No. Due to the government protection uh, that I'm under, I don't think I'm allowed to have any social media. Shut up. <laughs> Witness protection program. Um. You know what, Sean? I don't. Oh, there's one person watching right now. Um. But if you're if you can hear us, please let us know. We've had some technical difficulties. We want to make sure we're on. <laughs> and by some, uh, you mean about forty five minutes worth, right? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess not. Okay. Uh, hold on. Well, it does say we're live, so without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to you. We'll record and we'll just put it up. Okay, awesome. Well, 
I guess uh, today's a special day. It's your birthday, and I get the pleasure of interviewing Ricky Wood, intuitive life coach and psychic medium, and we're going to learn a little bit about you today and, and the clearing spray. <laughs> I feel like this little, little ad that comes up like this and goes across. Your right? Head. It just floats across the screen. And um, uh, yeah, man. What you want to ask? Are you ready? Are you comfortable? Are you relaxed? No. These, these questions are going to get pretty in-depth. Uh, could get a little uh, scary. Could get a little funny. Okay. We're gonna, well, let, let me we're rest gonna learn more about Rick Wood. And uh, um, how did you get started doing medium work? Um, I guess it was... I was living in Lewis, Delaware, Rehoboth H. Lewis, Delaware area. And um, I could always pick up on stuff, but I just didn't really, you know, I just wanted to be a normal guy and do my own thing. And um, I guess I was start. I couldn't sleep well. I was going through stuff and I went and saw this healer and um, turn this down a little. But, uh, you went to go yeah, see I, was, you know, and I, I couldn't sleep. I was having problems and I went to go see, uh, this one healer. And when I was with her, she, I kind of fell asleep. She put me under and this voice started talking out of me. Like it was, it was talking about, I called him the professor. He had a British accent. I imagined him in a big tweed suit and, um, he was talking about the activities that occur on the other side of the sun. So while I was in this session and I was basically head like this out, this voice is going, this happens throughout the universe. Da, 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 da. And the woman goes, oh, my God, we have a channeler here. I didn't even know what a channel was. Hmm. Uh, and then I started to meditate more. I started to read and stuff. And then um, I felt like I could hear a voice, but not not like the one that says go to the jack in the box and kill everyone um but if you go to jack in the box enough you probably would kill someone um or kill yourself kill kill yourself <laughs> but uh, so got started and i um just started doing it back in lewis then i wasn't really doing it but i was kind of hanging out and doing it so i hope that that answered it well, kind of. Um, so when they put you under the professor, do you think the professor was a guide, a spirit guide for you? Do you think it was a past life thing that maybe you were the professor? To tell you the truth, I didn't get any sense of that. What I got was that this ascended spirit was like, oh, okay, you want to talk? We'll talk. I, I've, I don't think I've ever felt the professor like that ever again. After that event, after that session, that's when you decided this is something that you want to explore and you want to learn more about? I wanted to explore, learn more about it. But at the same time, um, I was opening up a health food store. Okay. And uh, that was really kind of hard for me at first trying to do both because I wanted to do the health food store. And and then I opened up a store up in Wilmington and I was there and what had happened for the first year, we were doing great. The second year, the business fell off, but people started knocking on the door of the building to get a reading done for me, not to wow. buy product. Hmm. I would be like, what are you doing here? And it was like, I want a session, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And then I, I it, it, business started to suck. It just went, and then we had um, 9-11 and, uh, all the stores just shut down. Nobody was going anywhere at that time. And we lost almost like three weeks of sales. Nobody was going out or anything. Three months of sales, not three weeks. And so everything fell apart. And I remember I was upset as hell. I was in tears. I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. I just don't know what to do. And I had my little meditation friend, uh, thing up. A friend of mine had sent me a little Buddha and a prayer shawl and I would sit there and do my thing. And and I wrote, um, God, if you're going to make me a psychic medium, make me the best one I can be. 
Oh, that's awesome. And then building, and then everything closed for me the next day. I couldn't do it anymore. I was out of funds, everything. So. Hmm. One door closes and another opens kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, at that particular time, so many things were ending and so many things were starting. I mean, um, I met Amy at the time that um, all that stuff was falling apart. That's when I met her. Um, she is the one that convinced me to go forward and do the work. Um, so I'll always be grateful to her for that. Yeah, that's that's really cool because without that, maybe it, that was the catalyst to really push you this direction, right? Yes, and I think Janet Daly's watching. Spencer's well, hello, Janet. <laughs> Just like um, I'm really sure. <laughs> I think people are afraid to come back on here because they're afraid we'll just hang up on them. <laughs> um, um, I call it a gift, right? Being a medium and doing the work that you do and that I do, it is a gift. And you asked for it. You asked for this gift, right? And um, how oh, has... No. Now, I did say, if you want me to be a psych, make me the best I could be. I was not wanting I mean, That's asking for it, brother. I mean, you know, you now, God. What I did ask for after that was, and if you want to be a psychic medium, make me the best I could be. But I was also going, I'd rather be a clairaudient. I don't want to be like clairvoyant per se, because I don't want to see dead bodies with like ice picks in their head and stuff like right. that. Okay, fair enough. Um, how has the gift changed your life? Um, it's changed... It's changed my life a lot. Um, some of the closest friends that I have today is because of this gift. You know, I, I got back together with the Colonel, who was yeah. just an old buddy from years ago. 30 years later, I got to see him. And, you know, so I've had all those blessings. I've met very special people, but I've been tested more times than I would like. So you would say that's how it's changed you? I was waving hi to Lana, though. She was oh. like, Lana, call me. I need to get you some gear. I need I need some native people in my gear ads. Um, I'm sorry, brother. Ask again. I just No, no I, I was just kind of clarifying the question. I'm, I'm very uh, strict about this interview, right? Uh, <laughs> so how did it change your life? Obviously, reconnecting with past friends. Uh, it changed my life because I went from being a store owner to being a psychic medium full time like that. Because um, I was like, uh, you know, I had to put food on the table, all of that stuff. And um, there were little Cassandra there and things had to get taken care of. Right. And I am thankful because, you know, Amy's like, don't worry about it. Just put your nose to the grindstone. We'll figure it out. Um and I did. I decided to just do it full time. Did it change your perspective on life? Like, you know, like. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. In a lot of ways, in those first three years, I was really into just kind of going with the flow and knowing that the universe was taking care of you. Are you drinking on my show on my birthday? I'm not drinking. Yeah, I am. I'm having a toast for you. I know you care so much. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, hey, man, this is our show. If they don't like it, you know. Hey, it's our show. Um, but yeah, man, it, it changed my life for the better. Um, it changed in the cases that I really made me focus on it. Um, I just, at that moment, I go, this is what I'm going to be doing. And that's what... I remember Jay Nowoski, I was saying, I was going to call the business like Creative Visions. My sister at the time created this wonderful logo. It was great. And matter of fact, the logo kind of a little bit looks like the one we use now. Um, I love that logo. But uh, yeah, yeah um, it just, there's so much kismet in this. Uh, I'm supposed to be doing this. Yes, I agree. Um, well, here's a question.
question for you that I thought of because I get asked this sometimes too. Um, okay, you're a psychic medium. Great. Tell me the lottery numbers. You know, tell me. You know, you know that's the whole thing. People are like, some people have gotten to be smart asses around me and stuff like that. Like, um, oh, yeah, if he knows so much, da da da. And at certain times, like I was in Philadelphia 10, 11 years ago. Um, and I was doing a session and there's always this guy was at an event and guys over there going, he don't know what he's talking about, da-da-da-da-da-da. And I go, all I know is that I can see this bulldog. And I think the I, only thing about the bulldog, it looks like a picture of a bulldog. The shirt he's wearing is plaid, but it's kind of ratted through right here because he just kind of throws it on. But he's always there watching the TV and he doesn't feel well. And I'm sitting there and the guy goes, Christ, that's my dad. This is where he died. Wow. So it's like, I don't try to, like, I don't jump through hoops for anyone, but, right. you know. Nor would I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I kind of have then, a rebuttal for that, too, you know. If you were meant to win the lottery, you're going to. Whether I, you know, can foreshadow or see that or pick up on it or have a psychic intuition or get a channeling, you know, that's that's on the other side. That's, you know. Some information isn't meant to be discovered. It's meant to be learned, right, through the process. That's It's kind of like um, if we were that good, then everyone would win the lottery. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, there would be no lottery. And then Lana is on here, and she just asked us, um, does it get tiring during mediumship? Oh, hell yes. Oh, it's exhausting. Um now I feel good while now here's what I don't know if it's this way for you, but when I'm in session, I'm like, okay, da-da-da, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as they leave, it's like somebody pulled a plug out. Yeah, it's a crash. Yeah, it's like there's the high when you're in the middle of doing it. For me at least, you know, you you have all the energy in the world. Second that session's over, it's I'm drained. I need to take a salt bath. I need right, to right. I need to decompress, you know, and then it's it's very and, and, and what's so funny too is that Michelle Deary is on here. And um when I first met her way back in the day, um I had one of those older ghost radar things on my phone and I uh had it on, I just left it on, and, and right in the middle of the session, you hear this voice off the machine go, tank. And I look up and I look around and, you know, and Michelle, she's got one of those looks like, what is she just, what? And then it waited like 10 seconds and it went, Commander. And then she goes, we got to go. I go, what's wrong? She goes, my dad was a tank commander in World War II. And that's when I started to make connections to the dead more. Like, it was like, they they talked to me, like, um yeah, once they know that you can hear or see them, they kind of seek you out, right? I mean, at least for me, it's that way. Um, it's kind of like being a, a light in a very dark room, and they they start gravitating towards that light, you know? Yeah, but it's kind of like when I'm in Philly, you know, I've been in South Philly, like I've been on Cahill Street, you know, and the stuff that you, you got to remember, some of those homes are like generational. Right, you know, right. and I'll pick up layers, you know, layers. what happened. I'm sitting there going, you know, what happened here? And they're like, God, did somebody die? Oh, that was 20, 30 years ago. Joey, whatever, got put in the refrigerator down after he got shot. And I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> and like, what? So it'll it'll pick up like that. Um I'm sorry, keep sorry. going, brother. No, no, I, I I have questions for you, my friend. Uh the next question I wanted to ask you was. And you can pass on any of these, obviously, you know, but do you have a best experience doing a, a reading? And also the, the counter to that is, do you have a worst experience? <laughs> um, Amy wrote the book, AP Morris wrote the book, um, They're Not Gone. And in that book, there's a, a thing called an angel like a, a chapter, a thing, a, a chapter called Angel Like No Other. And it was one of my earliest sessions. And um, 
I'll never forget. Matthew Downing came to my office in Westchester, and um, she was sitting there just stoically. And as she came in, I felt this little girl just skipping around like this, dancing, like draping herself across the, you know, chair. And I feel like, you know, I was trying to talk to her and I kept saying, I feel like this little girl keeps dancing in front of me and I keep trying to look at you. She keeps getting in the way. And her face just went, it just went like this. The woman's face just was like, what? I go, I feel like she's hanging over me like that. I'm like, knock it off. Um, and it was her daughter. And and I kept saying to her, and her daughter came through, and and I said to her, you know that you're going to be talking in front of thousands and thousands over this death. And she thought I was crazy. Uh, and then it was like, a, I don't know exactly the timing. If, if Candace's sister Caroline is on here, she'll probably let me know. But the next two weeks or something, I think Oprah Winfrey called her up. She was in front of Congress on CBS News talking. So that was the wild, one of the wilder ones. Um, the worst one, I think, you know, I've had sessions where I go, I'm sorry, I can't read you. No, I'm yeah, saying, no, I'm not going to. Mm -mm, not going to happen. Um, and people get offended by that. And I go, no, it's just whatever reason, I'm not the guy. Right. You know, right. it's, you know, it's expensive enough. So, um, yeah. Okay. But That's always hard. Uh, when you can't read somebody, that is a difficult thing because, uh, you know, people question your abilities or they, you know, and you have to explain to them, like sometimes some people just aren't, like I'm not a good fit to be the person to read you. And there's could be something in their life that's stopping it too, right? And uh, it's not just you. I remember too, when I went to read, I was in Northern Virginia and there were a lot of people who were in recovery that were at this event. And this young girl was there and I couldn't read, just this voice said, do not read her. Um, do not. And I didn't. And <clears throat> it was because she was so new to recovery that there were some things that little girl was going to need to go through Yeah, that she just had to walk through. And then I found out later why, and that made perfect sense. So. Could be uh, cord attachments and other type of uh, negative entities still plaguing that person. You know, um, I have had to do some wild stuff. I, I take salt baths, but now I'm using more of the clearing spray because I've had a tattoo. Yeah. Um, you can't do this for 20 years. I gained weight from it. All kinds of horrible things happened. Um, it kind of alters your personality a little bit. So for the last, I've been doing lots of deep cleansing kind of stuff like that. And you have to. I, it was a mistake I made for so many years. It was like... You know that you have to go train to be a good quarterback, but you don't go to the gym. You know, mm -hmm. you can still throw that ball far, but you may not be as good. Um, yeah. um, um, I got another question for you. Yes, sir. Say I had a, a bag right next to me, a big bag filled with $100 bills, right? A very, very large sum of money. A large sum of money. Like, would you give up your abilities for couple million dollars no good answer. because i wouldn't have met you good answer. yeah i wouldn't have right? met the colonel back i i would i wouldn't have met you know amy and cassandra i wouldn't have met any of these people you know i wouldn't have met um the fact that the colonel and mrs colonel are in my life is because of this yeah. So, you know, I, I the, the money is, trust me, I'd love to have a couple of million, but I wouldn't. Now, if it was like 152 million, I, I could get some real good therapy when yeah. I lost my abilities. But no, for the most part, no. I don't think I would either. I thought about it when I was writing these questions down. And I, that was a question I even, you know, answered myself. I was like, no, I really wouldn't because I think it makes you so much more human. 
And it really puts value on this experience, what we're doing in this life, right? And that to lose that part of it, I think there'd always be, you could just spend all that money, but you're never going to get that feeling back, right? And you, I mean, I've been able to do things with people. And if you have your shit together, you know, it's around, it's allowed me to have a nice circle of people in all areas. Um, and it's given me a better group of male friends. When I first started doing this, I didn't have a lot of friends, male friends. But right. as I did it, like some of the closest friends I have are male. You, the Colonel, Jay, you know, people will go, you better you better say my name too, goddammit. All of you guys have been great right. to me. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, keep going. No, no, you're fine. Um, here's a question for you. Uh, both of us have skill set you know gifts can anybody be trained you're gonna have to repeat it because i think you're you're make sure you're plugged in or something or your internet's strong did you freeze did he freeze i think he froze but I'm gonna still keep talking. Um, but yeah, there've been good stories. There've been bad stories, all of that stuff. But are you back? Can you hear me? Are you froze? Reload your thing. Yeah, that's really true. Not touching nothing. It was just back there. Um, I lost frozen. a little bit. I don't know if you answered the question, but uh, can anybody be taught to have this gift? Anyone trained as a uh, text me the question? Oh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? You're like now I can, but before that, you can't. It okay. felt like it, it felt like it. now I can hear you. Go ahead. Good. Well, can anybody be trained to have this gift in your opinion? No, not at all. I think, first of all, you, you have to have the ability to be somewhat articulate, you know, because if you have like a second grade education, you're not going to be able to communicate what you need to. Mm. So, so I don't think anyone could just be trained to do it. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, um, how do ufos and uaps entities of other origins right not just earthly bound or uh, spirit per se how do they interact with mediums do you have any thoughts or ideas about this i will tell you this when i did the <clears throat> if you go back to the episode uh dylan butters and the colonel um, I've had two or three experiences with everybody thinks of heaven and kind of hell thing and being dead and not dead. Things are dimensional. So the being that came through the kernel was extraterrestrial or extra dimensional. Okay. It wasn't like dead uncle Frank, you know, right. um, I, I have gotten those, and there are more of those out there than you realize. Oh, yeah. Like there, you can have an attachment, you know. Those, oh, there's absolutely. crazy out there, but I'm telling you, the yeah. UAP stuff. Everybody thinks that the traveling faster than the speed of light is the thing, but when you're traveling at the speed of thought, nothing will stop you. Exactly, you're not bound by any physics, right? That's right. Um, have you had encounters in sessions other than with the colonel um, where like a, an attachment or an entity that is extraterrestrial has come through? You know what? One of these days, I think I will. A friend of mine named Caesar Augustus, and believe it or not, that's his name. He owns Augustus Films. And there's an old clip, if I can find it. I went to Norristown, and this place was effed up. 
there was, I, I, I'll put the clip up later, but you can see this person standing in the screen door and then they're not there. I mean, this woman we put under and this is where it gets kind of weird. I did take a salt bath. I freaked out. This girl started, used the name of a demon when she started talking. We had to look it up later. And this was a cute, nice little woman, you know, right. just, and it was the time where I was like, wow. And I remember talking to that spirit going, you know, you know that she's just low level, right? She's just some human hanging out here. And it's like, you know, she's a girl, you know, it's like a teenager, whatever, you know, it's a young girl. What, what do you get out of this? What do you get a special medal? And he, he growls out of her, out of her. Like, well, it's the truth. And it goes, this is low level. You don't get no, and he went. Hmm. I try not to show fear, um, but like, you know, there's awesome. so much to it. Yeah. Oof. Uh, he's got another question for you. When doing readings, uh, mediumship work, have you ever channeled or spoken with someone's pet? Do pets have a way of communicating with us? I'm communicating to Butters right now, but he's probably just sleeping. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you this. I was getting cupped. And for those of you who don't know what cupping is, is they're like suction, suction cups that they put along to help relieve stress and pain and muscle stuff. And um, Cindy Pomonti, who is a, a healer and body worker, um, she goes, you talk to pets? And I go, well, pets will come through. And, you know, and as soon as I said that, I, I see this calico cat. Remember, it's calico. And the cat's kind of bunched up like this. And I go, I got to be honest, Cindy. All I keep hearing is this, this calico cat, but he's kind of bent up like this. He starts crying. Wow. She said her, her, her cat was always in the bag with her. And I'm just sitting there getting body work done, and this cat shows up. That's like, I can't communicate, but like I can, other communicators go like, you know, your cat doesn't like the fact that you're drinking cow's milk. Not very good for you. You know, animals don't really talk, at least not with me. I get a more emotional state. Um, so yeah, man, if your pets do come through. Right. The show's a picture mostly. And is, does that matter if the pet is still living or if the pet is passed on? I can feel certain animals that haven't passed on. Like if you had a pet like Butters, I can feel Butters from time to time. Um, but when they pass on, it's almost like, it's almost their personalities. Like if it was a dog that died young, kind of puppyish, they want to show up right away like that. You know, the dog that died kind of older that was with the family has kind of been like, I'm with the family, I'm letting everybody say hi. And then at the end, you see their ta tail wagging and coming in. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I've uh, I've had experiences with that as well. And it's uh, it really makes you think deeply about things. I think once you start loving uh, a pet, a person, that connection is made, right? And, and there's something made on a spiritual level intellectual level some type of higher level of communication is established and i think that's what's not just residual it's also intelligent right it can it's uh telepathic in a way right because you're communicating with someone who doesn't speak the same language as you or might not even be able to open their mouth and speak so it's a different type of communication it is because, like, if you have a pet or whatever, they Butters communicates all day long. You know, um, he has his. It, it's a feeling. You can just feel it off that dog. Um, yeah. There are some cats, like I know, like are that. Um, sh 
shoot, Cassandra had a cat. I think it was named Simba or something. That cat should have been a golden, it should have been a lab. Hmm. Just hanging out with other dogs, all of that stuff. So, but, do you think yeah, we man. get recirculated? Like we could be a, be a human in this life and come back as a, a dog in the next life? Somebody's going to yell at you now. Um, right. But I mean, anything would be possible, but I never feel that. Okay. Um, I don't, I've never felt it. To be honest, I just don't. It feels different, I don't know right? if you, want, you know, and I don't think that the, is it possible? Yes, but I don't think as a, a being who is a human or at that dimensional frequency wants to go to a lower frequency. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You'd want to have a higher frequency the next time around. Right. I mean, what could be better than coming back as a dog in a well-loved family, though? Right. Uh, Lana here and asked, um, where does the soul go after death? Hmm. And if Depends you read the book, you know, they're not gone by AP Morse, you'll know that you go to Cleveland. <laughs> when you die and you bad, you go to Cleveland. No, um, I believe there's so much more. Like, I started to get this way last summer. I would stare up in the Arizona sky. And I would sit there and I would see all these stars and, and I would go, there's so many, there's so far, there's so much. When I started to watch these shorts on NASA and stuff in space, we are like a grain of sand and 800,000 swimming pools of grains of sand. And they're all filled and that's how many viable sources of life that could be there right so, yeah. so you know our version of heaven and hell may be different than another planetary system of heaven and hell well, i believe that things are more frequency based i was gonna say i think it depends on where you are in your cycle right i mean uh if perhaps maybe you lived a very very enriched and easy life a very privileged life in the life before it's possible that you come back to experience something that's different. So you have a full perspective of what it is to live, right? So maybe if you were an abuser in the, the past life, maybe you're the abused in, in this life, right? So that the soul gets to learn and experience these different uh, experiences, right? So it, it's, it's learning all these ways that lessons, these lessons, you know? And and I don't think, like, it's not so much about learning the lessons. I think sometimes our job is not to learn the lesson, but to learn how to treat the problem. You know, um, like, so when it comes up again, you know, um, I went through horrible fear the last, well, you know, I got hit by that car, but, you know, um, I didn't like driving a lot, but as soon as I landed here, I got here and did some work, the car thing's kind of gone. Yeah. So now I don't I think that had a lot to do with just energies moving me to the place where I needed to be anyway. So I hope that answered your question. I think it does. Um any anything you would pass on to the listeners um as far as Um, things that you've learned, things that you've come to understand through your mediumship work that good, good advice to pass on to people, someone who's listening right now and they're, they're thinking about wanting to contact uh, past loved ones, or they're, they're thinking that maybe they have some inherent gifts as well that they'd like to work on. Um, any, advice for them? any advice if, you want to go see a medium go find one you can trust if a medium says to you that they're stuck you need to give them three thousand dollars get their soul stuck out of limbo go run go run um and remember too your dead loved ones don't always give you information like what is the lottery number or should i get granite countertops you know um 
There might be some emotion affected by the house, but I've been blessed because sometimes my guides will step in and go, this spirit is talking as if they were alive. But what they're saying to you is this as they're dead. Like I would sit there and go, you know, um, I would say, you know, your dead father who's already crossed is kind of like, eh, who cares? You know, but your alive father said, I'll burn this house to the ground if you do something like this. And the lady started laughing. Go, you're right on, you know, because, you know, there's certain things that aren't as important to the dead. I mean, if you had Elvis's old, like, robe that he wrote Warren stage and it was your prized possession after you die, you wouldn't be like, who got my Elvis robe? You'd be like, I hope someone good has Elvis. Right, exactly. Um, have you ever had the experience or have you put any thought behind this is you could be speaking with a past person who's passed on, but they've already moved on and they're living another life currently, a life where they're embodied again, but you're still able to connect with them and talk to them from the spirit who they were when they passed in a previous life. You know, that I think has a lot to do with ascending too. You know, uh, like when we talk the Catholic religion, you know, when Mary ascended to heaven, she didn't, you know, she didn't have to pay any taxes. She just, when she had special dispensation, she could go. Um, kind of like that, but it depends. Yeah. Um, it depends. It really does. I, I couldn't answer that completely. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, theory, I guess, or interesting thing, because uh, I've had some experience with it and some thought put behind it uh, that I don't, it's not linear, just like time's not linear. Uh, you could be past, present, and future. I've gotten messages from someone who's still alive, and I've talked to them psychically, and then called them and told them, hey, you came to me, and you told me you're doing this, that, and the other, and they're like, shut the fuck up. That's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. And so so when is that, you know, when, like, well, what part of me is communicating with you if I'm here in the now, I'm doing my work, I'm working at my laptop, I'm, I'm you know, doing my daily business, not thinking about you, then you get the message about what it is that I'm thinking about. And then you call me and tell me about it. What part of my spirit or my soul or my intelligence is just off running around, you know, and, and going out through the, uh, the ether. Kind of like lucid dreaming. Um, right. I use some of those binaural beat lucid dreaming things and I listen to them. Um, yeah, but, you turned but, me into a good one. I, I listened to that thing for a while. It's uh, I was starting to have some really profound dreams too. I would go to sleep listening to that, and then I would, you know, it's crazy. So, ask me the main question again. I just got distracted. Someone's talking to my. I head. guess the main question was if you had any advice for people looking towards their purpose in life. So they're they're looking towards their purpose in life. They're thinking about potentially wanting to communicate uh, with the other side or, or oh, okay. okay. Now you're saying two different things there. I did. So, it was kind of a multifaceted question. Right. So being a medium doesn't make anything else easier, period. And I wouldn't suggest anyone try to be a medium. You better be called for it. You better think that you're going to. But somebody is like, people decide to be life coaches. I mean, I see so many ads and stuff. And it's like when you see an ad, you've seen this. Learn how to be an empath. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> you too can be a well-paid empath. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? It's like, it, it, it can get crazy. It's like some of the learning to be a coach and stuff is one of the biggest scams out there. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. Anyone who wants to charge you to give you this service as an ability for you to become your own medium or empath, I would strongly suggest that you do a lot of research and talk to people who've worked with them. Because if you don't already have the innate ability or some, uh, 
special abilities that you've already thought maybe you do, right? You you have a certain sense of intuition or you kind of just can pick up on feelings of a room or someone walks into the room and you're like, oh, you're upset. And not just you're upset, you're upset because you just had a bad uh, fight with a significant loved one or your, your, your child's on drugs, right? And you all of a sudden you get that information. I think that's like more of a calling, not, you know, I'm thinking about starting a new career. Fuck it. I want to be a medium. That's when I was in that store I owned and I said, because sales were just dying. And it was, I was like, God, if you want me to be a psychic medium, make me the best I can be. I felt it at that moment. Uh, I have a very, very similar incident. Uh, A lot, we we can get into this. Obviously, I'm not going to tell these stories, but something very significant, very special, it happened. And, and I asked God the same thing. I was taking a shower and I remember the water running off my head and I was looking down at the tiles, you know, and the water's running off your face, right off your nose, off your chin. And I said, God, if you gave me these abilities, why, why give them to me then? And why, why don't I have them now? Why was it just glimpses, right? It was just, um, bullet points you know along the timeline how come i didn't have it the whole time and if you gave it to me why not give it to me now and that's when it changed the very next day it was it was like waking up and things are different you know the the color in the sky is different the 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 trees make a different sound in the wind you know animals run different and talk it's like oh you know what they're thinking you know you 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 go into a crowded room you feel everyone's energy and and what they're thinking and their emotional baggage and their bullshit i i had two times like that uh if dina was on here i remember it was when i was down in florida visiting with her um i was doing a session for one of her friends and i was out on the beach in the keys and to do like I'm sitting there and go, you know, your mother's here. It's almost like I can feel her breathing. And the trees, the wind shifted. And it would go, the trees went. And she started weeping. And you could feel it in the air. Yeah. The energy change, right? Mm -hmm. Manifestation. Hello, Lisa Bueller. I saw she was on. It was a friend of mine from the Dakotas. And I, I got one last question for you. What's that? Is it true that you have an OnlyFans page now? <laughs> oh. That reminds me, man. When I had that, you know, and what has been the biggest thing is that before all this big move and all this craziness, I kept having dreams about a bomb going off all December long. I get just like a bomb going off, a bomb going off. I thought I was getting some premonitional stuff. It's like for the world. Right. But it was for me. And it had to come out that way because I couldn't have fixed anything. Right. You know, so now my abilities are stronger. I work out more. That's another thing to do this kind of work. You have to be very careful with sugar because you'll overdose on it. If you don't work out, you will be in trouble. You, you will end up with acid. It, it feels like you have lactic acid everywhere. Um, matter of fact, I do better on less sleep because I walk more and I exercise more. Um, and you have to talk to yourself a lot to make sure that you aren't carrying shit in you or around you that's making yeah, you, you act. Right, you have to have those checks and balances, right? You have to have that. Absolutely. Make sure it's you going on, that something else isn't pulling the strings a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buddy, that's it. I mean, I, I, I've kind of ran through the questions I had. I mean. Well, sure I am looking way. just to see. Lana, if you came across someone who is gifted like you guys, would you let them know? Hell no. It's our special club. No. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah I do all the time. Uh, I tell people that, you know, like, hey, uh, and, maybe and you also should been... look into it a little bit. Maybe you should. 
did the lights just go down? Um, no, I didn't see the lights, but and now I did. I see a little shift in the light. Um, uh, it just that could just be anything, but I just pay attention more. It, it's I like that thing you said. Like you can you can feel animals differently. It's hard to explain to another person what you have going on here, and um, I've never really been able to share it too much with people because. You know, the people who love me and stuff are kind of like, yeah, yeah, I get it, but they don't. You know, right. um, I, the last year that I was in Arizona, I only spent every night looking at the stars. Hmm. I was so drawn to the stars. When you come out here, maybe we should uh, we should go to my ranch and uh, maybe we should really do a little stargazing. Oh, hell no, I ain't going up to that ranch. No. No, everybody's like, when are you going to go up to the ranch? Um, when I have like armed guards or something. That yeah. Like that. Another uh, psychic medium, the one I told you about, and I sent you that information he sent me, is like, it's fucking dangerous there. He's like, it's, you know, it's overrun with spirit and not just good spirit. There's good spirit, bad spirit. There's UFO. There's ET. You know, there's. I mean, it's just a mixing pot, melting pot of just everything that's going on. He's like, you know, it's, uh, he's like, I would caution you even going there. And even though you feel like you're safe and you're protected and you have this bond or whatnot, but he's like, for me, he's like, absolutely not. Wow. Um, I can't wait to go through this stuff that we got for the uh, hospital visit. Yeah. Oh, um, man. It's I couldn't get it to download right properly here to show it on the show, but I've had it up on the storyline. The room was completely clear when we went down the, into that stairwell because the person was with us. There was no steam in that room. Right. There was no steam coming out. And it looks like it's covered with fog. Hmm. And it's something we decided to do that. And uh, we will, you and I will be diligently working on that. Yep. And um, if you want to buy stuff from the Spiritual Dust site, you just go to rickywood.net now, and you can just shop online. You can the clearing spray. I've used it on my biggest medium trip sessions. It makes this room in here feel great after I've done the podcast. Not that you evil and shit. It's just that it made me feel good. Um, well, I need my bottle. I, maybe that's what I'll do tonight. I'll go online. I'm going to purchase it. I'm going to send you a birthday wish. Say happy birthday, Ricky Wood, intuitive life coach, friend, medium, buddy, confidant, uh, co-host, host of the greatest podcast there is, Spiritual Best Podcast. Yeah, except for like Jay Nawaski. I was talking to Jay. He's been my buddy for years. And he's the bluntest motherfucker I've ever met. Um, he's He just doesn't really, he guess he's like, well, you asked me. Yeah. Oh, when you had that episode on, I didn't like. I just turned that shit off. I didn't want to hear it anymore. I was like, wow. "Well, that's good." I said, "Good." Then I said, "I'm glad we took it off." He goes, "No, I'm glad you did. I wanted to really hear how it ended." Because no, I turned that shit off. It's like, oh my God. yeah, I've done the same thing. There's a show I've been listening to since it was on Coast to Coast. You know, like 15 years, and uh, mm -hmm. every once in a while, I'll be five, ten minutes into the show, and I'm like, I can't fucking do it. I'm turning it off. I, I just, I don't like the guests they have on or I don't like the, you know, like sometimes there's good days and bad days as a, you know, in the radio world. Right. I mean. Hello, Cinnamon. Cinnamon's on here. How are you doing? Um, and all of you who joined us uh, and you guys, if you know, you guys send us your pictures of yourselves in the garb, uh, guys and gals, we'll pick one each month. And we'll send you out something for free in your next order. So knock yourselves out. We're, we love getting content and you guys sharing stuff and sending us stuff and being a part of this is all exciting to us. So thank you. And um, um, I, I, we're going to open up here for a couple of minutes. If you have a question, ask it now. If you don't, then we'll just get off the show. Yes. Yes, not, not the other thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> That's on your OnlyFans page. You know? 
Don't talk about my OnlyFans page. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you blush. You know, the criminal said you need different streams of income. And I go, what's this OnlyFans? He said, don't worry about it, soldier. Get out there. <laughs> um, oh, love it. But, you know, oh, shit, what was I saying here? Um, when you said about people appearing while they were alive, yeah. I had a friend tell me, like, you appeared to me in our living room. And I was like, what? You were there? You were in a black jacket and a black slacks, a white shirt. I go, Did I look good? He goes, yeah, you look really good. But I thought you had died. And I was like, I felt like death a couple of times, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't dead. Lana, I'd rather see Lana, get a top. Send a pick. Hurry up. Um, that sounds so kind of sweet, though, when you say that. Send a pick. <laughs> well, you said put a top on. You didn't say that's topless. true. That's true. So, um, but being a medium was also made me sick at times. Yeah. So I will say that. I mean, I um, I didn't. My biggest problem is that I will take care of everyone else. I will not take care of me. So that can be a problem. And I can't do that because if I do that, I'm going to end up getting sicker, weaker, and can't do the work. Right. So I've really had to learn this thing of self-love lately. A lot of it. Well, good. You deserve it. Hey, man. Uh, I'm sending you love right now. Happy birthday. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad... That everything had to happen the way it had to happen for things to be the way they are. My situation too, right? I mean, it's a there's no coincidences. It's all there part of the grand, no grand scheme. And um, thank you all for the birthday wishes today. And we are so sorry, so sorry. that we had such another fucking hard time getting on here. Um, I think I'm just gonna have to bust it, get a new laptop or something. Or I don't think it's a laptop. I think it's just we're too people that technology i think gets interfered by us you know what i mean it's like the little warning that you get like on a something that's radio controlled and it says this will not affect air traffic control it will not in hit right but it will be affected right because this thing will not work but it can't stop something more important from working that's what i think to go on with us is we have something important we want to do and spirit is just like yeah when we're ready your show will work well, yeah, well, we got a schedule to do spirit dudes. Y'all, you know, could send us yeah. a couple of lottery tickets with the right numbers on them this time. Um, I think they just, I think they're busting up laughing, watching you and me pound away on our keyboards, log on, log off, go live, go, not go live, audio I, I, work, audio don't work. I feel like sometimes they go, like they're older guides or something, like, no, 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 man, don't mess with it. Just let them go. You got to learn this themselves. Just let them do it. So, um, all right. This has been a wonderful show. Like I said, thank you guys so much. Sean and I would love to hear your questions. So if you go to rickywood.net, you can just send something through the email. Don't forget, you can go shopping now at rickywood.net. Go right there. The uh, clearance print is now on there for sale. And then the beautiful clothing that we have, um, you know, and it's funny. It's got. I've seen. I've been out once or twice and have seen people wearing it. Really? And that's crazy. That's you know, awesome. I'm like, I, they didn't get it from me. Well, the logo is sick. I mean, just it's it's just it just has a great presence. Even if you don't listen to the show, you hand someone that shirt, they're like, yeah, I'd wear that. I'd wear that. And, and I like that. And it's like, and I got to tell you, the young people that have been helping me. I mean. Freaking Olivia, um, young Lindsay Walsh, it just started TikToking stuff like this for us. Um, and I'm in a place where I can hear them. You know, I don't know anything, so I have to ask questions. And they have, you know, they've got better marketing skills than I do. Yeah, so. that generation, they, uh, they know how to make things work. I, I feel like uh, Neanderthal 
who's like time traveled every time I open up my email, you know, <laughs> it's just like, just start pounding on it and just like, it's not working. It's like, don't lick the rock, Thor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been licking frogs. That's the problem. And I would say to you, and I'll say this before we end, if people really, you know, that ghosts have personalities just like they did in life. And if you've ever watched the CBS show Ghosts, it's cute like that. Sometimes that's what I feel like. They're not all like, Arr. you know, some are just right. very loving stuff. And yeah. um, so, all right, Sean and I are going out. And uh, we love you guys. Thank you for all the birthday wishes today and all the love. You guys have no idea what that meant to me today. So, you guys, peace out. Until next time. All right. See you, buddy. Should we end it like with Soul Train or something? Should we had like a train? Yeah, I think there should be like an outro music. Uh, um, special shout out to KC, too. Uh, I know. Oh, yes. We have a listener who's who's been waiting to hear a shout out. So we want to make sure that got mentioned. And uh, KC, motorcycle shirt, motorcycle and shirt. Yep. You know, she's like, oh, the, isn't that her friend having like a Ducati or something like that? I think so. Yeah, that would be a great shot. And that's the other weird thing. We're always like, look, wouldn't that be a great shot? God, we should make that animation. Right? You'll know that you're doing the right thing, folks, when you get excited about the mundane things about the project. You'll know you're doing the right thing when you get as excited about the mundane projects. And see it through to the fruition, right? See the end goal and envision that end goal and then envision all the steps you need to take to make that happen, right? It's like the uh, the old Michael Jordan story, but he would visualize seeing the ball go through the hoop before he ever took the shot. Um, that's like setting intentions, right? That's a big part of working in this kind of field, right? You got to set intentions, and then you got to do the hard work to get through to the end. Good night, brother. All right, see you, buddy. Talk to you later. Okay. Good night, Rick. Good night.